When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ole Miss fans, fasten your seatbelts. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. Let's play, fellas. Now, let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Rhino, are we on? There you go. <laughs> Good afternoon, Rebel Nation. Welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Chuck. He's Yancey. And uh, we are, this is our next to last show of the our what we call our fiscal year. We will have uh, another show next Monday night, and then we'll be off for June and July. Come back early August when football gets cranked up. Um, but tonight, uh, we're very happy to have David Johnson on at 6.15. He's been covering that softball like a blanket, yeah. he? and he loves it. And uh, the Lady, the Rebels, I'm not going to call them Lady Rebels, the Rebels won the regional yesterday in Oxford, coming out of the loser's bracket. Fantastic job by Mike Smith, the Coach Mike Smith and his team. Had a walk-off win in the, in the deciding game. After falling behind four to three in the uh, top of the seventh, yeah, top of the seventh, six, top yeah, of the six. yeah, but and winning it in the bottom of the they seventh, they won it though. in the bottom of the seventh. Yeah, they didn't score. Ole Miss did not score back in the sixth, and then came back in the seventh, and just uh, uh, probably Mike's a little bit relieved. I, I'm not as familiar with the team as David, but their their ace pitcher got uh, taken out with two on. Uh, with two outs or whatever, and then the girl, the the girl that she puts her in there gets a home run hit on her that ties the game three all. So I'm sure he's a he's a little relieved uh, after that game, uh, so he doesn't second doubt himself on taking his ace out there. But you know, it's it's kind of that damn damn if you do, damn if you don't philosophy. You know, if if you do something, you take them out. It's uh, you know, why did you take them out? And if you don't, it's like well, you left them in too long. So it's uh, hindsight, yeah. hindsighters. But you know, everybody was texting me saying wham 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 whenever they went up four three and Ole Miss was up three nothing there. I guess in the fifth or sixth, and you know, for the girls to come through there and and, and overcome all the. 
all the curse, so to speak, uh, was was really good to see. And then at six thirty, we're going to have football coach Matt Luke on here, uh, get us caught up on spring football, etc. Nice. And uh, you know, all that is brought to you by the Library Sports Bar, home of Monday Night Football on the huge screen, and other things, other types of entertainment. Weekly, <laughs> Oxford's most popular watering hole on the square, 120 South 11th. Uh, who am I kidding? Y'all know where the library is. I don't need to tell you an address. Just show up. Have a good time. Um, the baseball team, man, they were on the skids, six in a row. <sighs> Go up to Tennessee. Uh, well, first of all, losing Jonesboro, yeah. giving up a late lead. Five and nothing. Then they lose a couple of games at Tennessee Thursday and Friday. Fortunately, they came back and won Saturday, five to four, with uh, Ryan Olenek closing it out in the ninth inning. I mean, uh, the relief situation here in the last two to three weeks has just been really bad, Yancey. Yeah, the last two weeks, you know, they gave up a six-run inning, a seven-run inning, and a nine-run inning, uh, run inning, two of them with two outs. So the that's what they got to do here coming up in, in the SEC tournament is they got to get that bullpen rectified, steadied, right it, however you want to say it, and, and be ready for tournament play. And we'll be back back after these uh... – Important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland. Test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, buy a new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny emoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. <laughs> get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire. For every moment. C Spire. Customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at cspar.com. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. 
This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back, Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Are you trying to find the perfect graduation gift for a limited time? Buy the amazing iPhone on the C Spire Network and listen to this, Yancey. Get an Apple Watch to give to someone special for free. I need one. C Spire, customer inspired. What a great deal that is. Wow. Of course, you know, iPhone is a grand now. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that amazing. Yeah. My first flip phone. Flip phone I got was like nine ninety nine or something. You probably kept it for decades. Yeah, I did. I did. I did everything I wanted. Hello, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, I'm Chuck. You had to tap it three times for one letter. No, yeah. I, I didn't. I wouldn't even text you. Didn't, yeah, no, I didn't even text them. I, I forgot about that. I didn't care about texting. It's too much for you. That's right. Um, I still don't like it a lot. You know, call me. What, what's, what's, why don't you just call me? Your generation loves to be called. I know that. Yeah. I mean, what, what's, what's the big deal? I, personal contact. Talk to me. I know. You know, I mean, I, I text and I get a lot of texts, and, but uh, I'd rather talk to someone. Um, let's go to the control room. Hayden King is, is uh, standing in again for Jack Schultz. Old Sports News. Take it away, Rhino. It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. What's up, Rebel Nation? Hayden King back in for Jack Schultz this week. The regular season is over for Ole Miss baseball as the Rebs limped it back to the house down the stretch at the end of the year. After losing six straight, including a midweek loss to Arkansas State, the Rebs were able to win the final game of the series against the Tennessee Volunteers 5-4. The Rebs finished the regular season at 33-23 and 16-14 and in the conference. They will face Mizzou in the first round of the SEC tournament tomorrow at 1. Greg Kessinger, Cooper Johnson, and Doug Nikhazy combined to bring home four All-Southeastern Conference honors for the 2019 season. Kessinger was honored as the top shortstop in the SEC, bringing home first-team All-SEC honors at the position. Johnson was selected as the All-SEC second team, as well as being designated as the best defensive catcher in the league, earning a spot on the All-Defensive team. Finally, Nikhazy was selected to the All-SEC SEC freshman team after a tremendous first year on the mound. Switching over, softball hosted its second NCAA regional over the weekend. After the Rebs run-rolled Chattanooga on Friday, they took a loss to Louisiana Saturday early, then came back that night to run-rule SEMO. The Rebs took both games Sunday over the Rage and Cajuns to win their regional and advance to Supers. The ladies head out to Tucson to play the Arizona Wildcats later this week. Women's golf wrapped up their season in the NCAA championship today. The team finished in a tie for 14th and just missed out on the match play final. But nonetheless, a great season for the ladies. The men's team finished just one spot shy from advancing out of their regional in Stanford. All in all, a great season for Ole Miss golf as a whole. Finally, men's tennis will begin individual NCAA play tomorrow in Orlando, and track and field will be in action later on this week. That's all I got for Ole Miss News. Back to Chuck and Yancey. Thank you, Hayden. Good job, buddy. Um, Yancey, 
little note there that Hayden had, uh, Gray Kessinger, first team, All-SEC shortstop. Cooper Johnson, second team, All-SEC catcher. Doug Nikhazy made the all-freshman team on the mound, left freshman left-handed pitcher. Uh, all well-deserved. Uh, Gray got off to a little slow start this earlier this year, but, man, since then he's just got, like, what, 42 games? 40 games in a row. He led the SEC hitting in SEC play. If yeah. Not first, second. I'm, I don't know how to end it there. He kind of slumped there at the last weekend. No, but, he, he led the SEC Okay, he, he kept it, you know. Um, um, and obviously, I mean, he's played at a level shortstop as well as anybody that's ever played at Ole Miss in my lifetime. I mean, he's been phenomenal. Well, in the field, I I, I thought Cozart. I give the edge to Cozart. But yeah. Gray's plenty good, plenty good. Uh, but Cozart, man, when Zach Cozart was the shortstop here, you hit it to him, you're out. <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't any any debate. There wasn't any holding your breath or anything. And Gray's Gray's in that echelon. He's in that category. There's no question about that. And and the person Gray just replaced is pretty far up there too. Yeah, yeah, Errol. Errol, yeah, yeah. Errol Robinson know, so, was a good good shortstop. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of good ones, but Gray overall, with you look at power, speed. Number, I mean, the guy stole, steals a bunch of bases. Uh, he's doubles, um, still gets you four or five home runs, batting average, uh, the whole offensive production, I think, yeah, gets up there as, as high um, as any that I've seen. Yeah. I'm not saying it's better, but as high as any I've seen. Oh, he's, he's a special player. There's no question about it. And earlier in the year, what was funny to me, we had fans saying, he uh, needs to be on the bench, and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? What have you done for me lately? <laughs> oh, man, come on now. I mean, I, I get the what have you it's done. It's not old Mrs. fans. It's the same way everywhere. I get tickled because I see a lot of people think it's just old Miss fans, and I see the same stuff all over the country when I'm reading different boards about information, and it's uh, it's it's the same way everywhere. Oh, man, I tell you. I mean, Welcome uh, to 2019. Uh, yeah, but a player like him, he started out had like 10 or 12 games. But he's hitting like 200, you yeah. know. And yeah. so, I mean, you if know. It, if it wasn't for his name, he wouldn't even be on the field, you yeah. know, because he's a Kessinger. Are you kidding me? A kid's yeah. got as much ability in his little unbelievable finger sophomore as, com- campaign, yeah. too. Oh, man. So, anyway, well, anyway. that's neither here nor there. Uh, congratulations to Cooper. Uh, what a turnaround. Yeah, and, you know, I thought that he slumped there towards the end, and I think if he wouldn't have stubbed his toe towards the end, he'd have been first team. Still a little surprised he went first team. He did make first team all defense, but his average dipped a little bit. And defensively, he struggled a little bit there the last couple of weeks. Started with Mississippi State, but yeah. came back around on Saturday. Um, yeah, the whole team. The I whole think there's just put so much bit. pressure. And as the catcher, you know, there's so much expected of you and the pitcher because you control every pitch. So it's magnified. So that's probably not a, a proper word to say struggle, but everybody did. Like you said, yeah. it's just. I mean, it, when you lose six in a row, you lose six in a row. And, and inventing different ways to lose the games. You uh-huh. know, it was just different stuff. And man. Well, they got the SEC tournament starting tomorrow against Missouri yeah. at one o'clock, and they got a chance to kind of right the ship, and they need to huge. They need yeah. they don't need to go one and done. They need to get three, four games in. All right, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight.
2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland to test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny memoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. Get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire. For every moment. C Spire. Customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at cspar.com. Avanakins Diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. Avanakins Mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love, but most of all, say it with a Van Ackes diamond because you know she's worth it. Van Ackes Jewelers Store at downtown New Albany or VanAckes.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to Cannon Motor Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. We're very happy now to have Mr. David Johnson, who does a tremendous job with every sport on the Ole Miss Spirit 247 network, but absolutely kills it with softball, buddy. Uh, great job, man, and, and uh, I, I kind of want to extend you a congratulations, even though you're, <laughs> you're not on the team. Uh, I know you were pulling for him awfully hard to win that regional. Chuck, if, if you guys can hear go. me, you're you're very modulated, and, and I cannot understand the question. Okay, well, uh, Rondo, won't you call him back or something? <laughs> That's better. I, I can hear you now. I can understand. Oh, okay. You all sound like there a Rhino. Hey, Rhino's a magician in that uh, <laughs> in that room, baby. I'm telling you. I said, uh, David, I almost feel like I need to congratulate you, even though you didn't play or coach. I know you were pulling hard for them to win that uh, Oxford Regional, and uh, you did such a great job covering it. Uh, your emotions right now for that softball team. Oh, man, I, I couldn't be happier for them, to be quite honest with you. I, I started covering them a, a, a four years ago, about this time, actually, when Mike Smith took them to their first NCAA tournament, uh, regional out in Norman, Oklahoma, they made it to the championship game. And I just saw something, you know, something just clicked that Mike Smith had something going here. And, uh, 
you know, the very next year, uh, you know, they, they win the SEC tournament and, and win a regional and go to the Los Angeles Super Regional. Now it's been four straight NCAA tournaments. And uh, to see them win last night on their home field, the way they had to fight and claw and scratch back to do so, um, I, I told you this morning, you and I were talking on the phone, it was one of the most amazing Ole Miss sporting events I've ever attended in any sport. Uh, the enthusiasm in that stadium, the, uh, you know, the, just the, the entire stage and atmosphere, absolutely incredible last night, uh, in Oxford. And, uh, they're getting what they deserve. They, they absolutely have been one of the best teams in America all year long. Uh, they had some doubters, Chuck, when they played that February schedule against uh, what turned out to be uh, five teams that are still in the Super Regional. That's how tough their February schedule was. They came out of that eight and six, and there were some people wondering whether or not this team was good. But uh, you know, they played UCLA, they went to Texas, they they played Minnesota. All those teams still fighting, still playing in this NCAA tournament. So. Uh, that paid dividends for them, and, and they were they lost five of their last six games this year, and people thought, well, they're probably not going to host, but it was because of that schedule that they played early on in that SEC schedule that they got to play this regional in Oxford over this weekend, and um, now they're headed to Arizona. Tickets for that, by the way, go and sell at 7 o'clock Central Time tonight, and we've got that information up on the front page of the Ole Miss Spirit right now. David, what was the vibe in the stadium when Mike took out the pitcher there and then, um, you know, they were up 3 nothing and they hit, they end up tying the game right there. Uh, I believe that was in the fifth, and they take the lead in the sixth, and Ole Miss did not answer back in the sixth. Now we're going into the seventh inning. Give me the vibe in the stadium, what was going through your mind. Was it wham, or, or, or were you like, they're going to come through the, anyway, just the vibe? Yeah, you know, I, I think everybody in the stadium, of course, you know, you're caught up in the action and he's making the pitching change. And I can understand why you make that change because Louisiana had struggled mightily against Molly Jacobson. Uh, so, so put her back out there and let her shut the door. It didn't work out that way. First batter up a three run <laughs> pop over the left field wall and it sucked the air out of everything. I questioned the move. I, I did so publicly on our, our live thread on the message board. Uh, you know, um, but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. It all worked out for Ole Miss, and uh, it made uh, set the stage for all of those dramatics and the way that game ended last night. Uh, I don't think you can second-guess yourself if you're Mike Smith. You shouldn't. Uh, yeah, you know, you won the ball game. He, he kind of alluded to his girls, kind of bailing him out a little bit of that last night because had it not worked out that way, there would have been a lot of questions about that today. So it's a very good question on your part, but uh, – Hey, that's water under the bridge. These girls are, are two wins away from going to the Women's College World Series, and I think that's where the focus needs to be right now. Who kind of stirs the drink offensively for that team? Would, would you ask that again, Yancey? Who, who stirs the drink for, for the Ole Miss offense? Uh-oh, kind of like Dillard is supposed right to be the guy on, and for you know the other baseball team. Who, who does for the softball team? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's Colin Becker hitting from the leadoff spot. I mean, yeah. she is uh, she is absolutely one of the most amazing athletes to have ever come through Ole Miss in any sport. You're talking about, uh, you know, all SEC. She she ought to end up being an All American this year. Raised her batting average 19 points this weekend at the regional tournament, and uh, mm. you know, went in hitting 411, came out hitting 430. 
that tells you anything about her. She's uh, made the, the Sports Center top 10 three times this year. Three times for robbing home runs, going over the top of the outfield wall and snagging them. She did it again in that decisive game last night uh, that, that, that held a 2 nothing Ole Miss lead intact. What a tie at the ball game. And, and she's a catalyst. If she's on first base, she, she, watch what. out. She's got, she's got to go. I tell you Fast. what, that that catch yesterday was unbelievable. Uh, a collision with the with the right fielder, and she went up. Gosh, I, I'd say she was three she's feet over that wall. Yeah, she's I mean, an athlete. It, it, it was it, her Fast. vertical was was tremendous. I mean, Speed was, getting oh, yeah. to first base is tremendous too. She gets the running jump there and just boom. Yeah, uh, and, and you know that was certainly a jaw-dropping play. But uh, you know those Ole Miss fans that are that are kind of the routine people out there at that stadium, they've seen her do, do that a whole bunch. Uh, nothing unusual for Kylan Becker. Coming back through the losers bracket is always tough, though. In Man. in a tournament, in a double elimination tournament, I have to win three games, two of them against the team that beat you. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's a tough deal, man, and and my hat's off to uh, their grit and determination to get that done. Against an unbelievable ULL team, they were on a 29-game winning streak, 50-4 and four coming to the tournament. How are they not hosting anyway? Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great question, but when you start breaking down their schedule, it, it's easy to, uh, to get the answer to that. Uh, they had no impressive victories, to be quite honest with you. Um, they did play Oklahoma early in the season, and they they were beaten by Oklahoma. The rest of their wins, honestly, came against non-ranked Power 5 schools. Uh, they beat a Baylor team that's not very good, and then the rest of them, they kind of collected against mid-majors. Uh, and as I, I learned things over the weekend, really no fault of their own, They've had so much success down at Louisiana playing softball. There aren't a lot of takers wanting to, uh, you know, like from the SEC or the Big 12, wanting to schedule them in their non-conference uh, mm-hmm. schedule. So they didn't have enough games. They really didn't against quality competition, unlike Ole Miss, who played the nation's fifth strongest schedule this year. Louisiana's schedule was way down the list. No top 50 RPI wins. And the NCAA just made the call that, you know, you don't get out there and mix it up with the best of the best. Can't send the regional to you. Um, so they sent them to Oxford. I'm not taking anything away from Louisiana. They were a very, very good SEC, a very, very good softball team. But after watching them play over the weekend and watching them closely, they would be pedestrian in the SEC, which is pretty darn good because everybody in the SEC is very good at softball. All 13 teams made the, the NCAAs for the third consecutive year this year. But, That's uh, amazing. From mm. what Ole Miss faces weekend, every single weekend, guys, they're no better than a Florida or a Tennessee. And, you know, Ole Miss took two or three from teams like that. They took two or three from the Cajuns and advanced to the Super Region. All right, so uh, two more questions, David, and we got about two minutes. Um, Finney and Jacobson, obviously, uh, our two top pitchers. Um, are they good enough to take us to the World Series, and, and how good is Arizona? Yeah, yeah, Finney and Jacobson are good enough. There's no doubt about it. I think that uh, 
you know, they're capable of going out there and, and being effective against an Arizona lineup. I think Molly Jacobson is a very good matchup uh, in Ole Miss's favor against Arizona because she's so crafty. She's a left-hander. And, again, she's kind of relatively unknown. They have not seen Molly Jacobson pitch, and, and, and that seems to be a big deal in softball. The first time you face a pitcher, as Ole Miss struggled against Louisiana Summer Ellison on Saturday, but then you saw the Rebels make adjustments in their lineup and to the way they were approaching Ellison at the plate, much more effective on uh, Sunday against Louisiana. It wouldn't surprise me if Mike Smith sends Molly Jacobson to the circle in game one Friday night at 6 o'clock against Arizona because of that kind of anonymity factor she brings, having transferred in from the JUCO ranks. Brittany Finney, a hard thrower, she's a good complement to what Molly does, two totally different styles. She's also a right-hander. Pitching's going to be good. I I think they're going to be okay out there. Uh, It's going to come down to whether or not they can scratch and claw their way to some runs like they did last night against Louisiana. Um, On a recruiting note, uh, Kermit Davis got a big boost last Monday night after we went off the air. Uh, signed Hadim C., uh, who he had absolutely been working as hard as any coach I've ever seen work a recruit. Um, big signee, big big boost for the program. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, you're seeing what the excitement of the Rebels making the, the big dance in Kermit's first year, uh, the 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 help that the palatial environment of the pavilion is is, is having that in hand is doing for Ole Miss basketball. They've got things rolling, and uh, you know a lot of times when you get them rolling, it's hard to stop you. And I think that's where Kermit Davis is with this men's basketball program right now. Rodney Howard left though, uh, the early signee. He was going to be redshirted, and I'm I don't think I'm surprised or upset about that. Uh, I no. think that gives us room to go out and find somebody a little better. No offense to that kid. Yeah. He'll, he may have a great career. It gives a yeah, room I, if Brightfield decides to reclassify too, which is really what they're, they're really hoping happens. If not, I expect them to go get a grad transfer, uh, another big guy to give them help next year. Give them three post players along with C, excuse me, and uh, it's spelled C, but it's pronounced C, and uh, Carlos Curry. Okay. David, thank you so much, man. Uh, Looking forward to your coverage of the uh, Super Regional out in Arizona. And uh, have a good one, buddy. Okay, Chuck, Yancey, thanks for having me on. Thank you, Dave. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Hill Hotline. Hang tight. You've walked this path many times before. It's a chance to think, especially about your future. How will you turn your retirement dreams into reality? Will you have enough gold for your golden years? Your choices for building funds for retirement can be complicated. Fortunately, you have a friend in the community who can help you make the right decisions. That's your modern Woodman agent. Your agent is a skilled professional who will listen to your needs and desires and then work with you to create a plan that uses the right financial products to achieve your retirement goals. Build a lasting professional relationship with a trusted financial advisor. Hi, this is Thomas Chandler, your local Modern Woodman representative. Give me a call today at 662-296-296. 
888-382-0186. Let's make a difference together. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. Get in touch with your agent today. Modern Woodman of America. Touching lives. Securing futures. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We are very pleased to have Ole Miss head football coach, Mr. Matt Luke, join us right now. Nice. Matt, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. How y'all doing? Oh, appreciate it. I know you're busy, man, with recruiting and everything, and I pretty sure appreciate you giving us a few minutes. Uh, very nice article last week in Sports Illustrated on you and offensive coordinator Rich Rod and defense coordinator Mike Mack and complimentary of the hires for sure and just just curious how's all that working out and i don't expect you to say oh man it's crappy you know it's been good i it really has it's uh it's fun for me to have you know two guys that have sat sat in the seat they see the big picture you know they know you know they know what it entails. It's just uh, it's been really really good, and, and I think just from a just from a standpoint of it, it's just a commitment to winning. I think not only you know the people around here, you know the people said it was a home run, but I just think nationally uh, when you when you make those hires, it, it just it just it makes a statement, um, especially going through all the you know coming out of all the stuff that we've been through. Uh, it just makes a uh, makes a statement that there's a that there's commitment to winning. And and with that statement, uh, has it been reflected when your when your assistant coaches and those two guys have gone into the homes of recruits? Uh, can can you see that? Uh, you know, not only getting out from under the NCAA cloud, but adding those two guys and a couple of other really high high dollar not high dollar high profile coaches on your staff. Uh, do you see all Seems that like coming? High dollar. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. If you're high profile, you're high dollar. <laughs> that's right. Well, no, it, yeah, it was good. I think you saw it in the way that we closed in recruiting, uh, and then also with your current players. You know that uh, they're they're on social media all the time. Your current players are, and they, they want to know what they're doing it, it is the is the newest and it's cutting edge. And you know, with Mike, you know, having that three four NFL system, I think the buy in this spring was much much quicker. And with Rich Rod's, um, you know, with his background and, 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 you know, the way he approaches things, I think the buy-in is much, much quicker, even from your own team. So I think from a recruiting standpoint, but don't underestimate what it can do for, for the guys on your own football team. Talk to us a little bit uh, how far the team got in learning these two new systems because I, I know that that's always a transitional period in football uh, Rich Rod's offense is different from Longo's, and Mike's defense yeah. certainly different from Crimes. Um, how did how did guys do in absorbing it? Yeah, you know what I thought. I thought defensively, we're, we're, we got a lot of guys that have played a bunch of football, so I thought it was uh, really really good. I I like the fact with Mike coaching a position. You know, just take the defensive line for instance. Freddie went from coaching four guys to only coaching three. And so, so immediately, the, just the attention to detail is going to be that much better. You know, you got Tyrone coaching two guys, you got Coons coaching two guys, you got 
Mike McIntyre only coaching two positions. The same thing with Charles at corner. It's just there's a much more uh, of an attention to detail that way, and I really like the way it's broken down. And and it just so happens our personnel uh, really really fits that 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 three four scheme. You got guys like Sam Williams and Kadir Shepard and Chuck Wiley that were a natural fit at that outside linebacker position. You know, and I think they become much more of a factor. You know than than if they were at defensive end. So I just think it's been it's been pretty cool. And then offensively, it wasn't so much the plays as it was just an attitude and an edge, uh, and the way you approach it. So not not too much from a uh, schematic you know change. It's going to be it's going to look pretty similar. Maybe a little bit more misdirection, a little bit little bit more moving parts and eye candy, if you will. But the biggest change is going to come on just with the attitude and and, and playing with that edge. And and that's. Uh... A more emphasis, not more emphasis on the run game, or or a, or a more physical attitude, a physical approach to the run game. I yeah, noticed I, in spring. I think, that's, I think that's what it is. Just the way that you finish, and and and, and maybe uh, you know sticking with it. You know, even if you got a you know a two yarder or a two yarder, but just the mentality and and the and the edge that you have, because you know if you if you stick with it with that physical approach, you're going to bust some people. Let's let's start at uh, offensive line and stay on the offensive side right now. Okay. Uh, ben Brown, Alex Givens are your only two returning starters. Uh, the center and the left side are brand new as far as starting is concerned. What kind of progress sure. did you see them making in spring? Talk about Eli Johnson, uh, Royce, and Bryce um, yeah. mainly. Yeah, so starting inside with with Eli, you know, Eli is a he's a fighter, man. He, he's very very smart. He's paid his dues. He knows exactly what he's doing. He, you know, he's a he's a student of the game, but he's also a lot of people don't give him the credit for how really strong he is. He's a very very strong, probably the strongest upper body out of any offensive lineman. And just the way that he the way he puts the work gloves on, he comes to work. He's a uh, you know he, he is that uh, that lunch pail center. That's going to be a student of the game, and and, and you you can win with those guys. And you know, Royce is probably the most athletic of all the linemen. Uh, him and Mike Howard are very very athletic, but Royce has really put the weight on. He looks really good. Royce gives us a lot of flexibility uh, because he can play guard and tackle both. He's athletic enough to play tackle, but he's got the size to go in there and play guard. So he really gives us a lot of flexibility. Where where Bryce is is more of a true tackle. He's very, very technically sound. He, he knows exactly what to do. He's a great kid. You know, you just want to see him develop that confidence to, to really, uh, to really keep coming. But, but had a really, really good spring. And I think, uh, you know, they've paid their dues and it's their time to step up. Coach, uh, on to the quarterbacks. Talk about Matt and, and your freshman quarterbacks, how they came along and then, Kind of the 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 plan for John Rise Plumley once he gets there this summer, or I guess he'll get here what next week. Uh, I'm sorry, who was the last guy that you said? I'm Plumley. Sorry. Plumley. Just kind of the plans for him since he didn't get yeah. to go through the spring with the other freshman QBs. Just kind of the plans for him from here on out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, you know, Matt Matt Corral. I think you saw him take that step. He was uh, there was just a big difference. You could see that the, the four games that he played in and being there that year, how much further he was ahead. You know, even though he is a, a redshirt freshman and has four years left, just being around it, you could tell how much further ahead he was. And I thought he had a uh, thought he had a really, really good spring, not only on the field, but just being thrust into that leadership role. I think he I think he did an outstanding job with that. 
Uh, I think uh, Ken Cade, you know, obviously he's got that skinny frame, but he's a really, really good athlete. He can he can mm-hmm. run better than he can. You saw that in the spring game, and he can really spin it. And uh, I think in the day and age where everybody wants him to be great right now, I think he needs a year. But I think he'll really put on that good weight, and I think we I think we got us a good quarterback. And then obviously with Grant, you know, coming from Allen, uh, you know, just a great program, and I think he he he's a little bit more ready to play right away. Um, you know, a little bit more, uh, you know, moxie in the pocket, escapability. Just want to see him cut it loose. So he played sometimes in spring, like he was scared of making a mistake. Just want to see him cut it loose. And then, obviously, John Rice wanted to stay uh, and finish his baseball season. But uh, he, he is probably the best athlete of the group. Very twitchy, can really run. He's got the hit factor. So just really excited to see how fast we can get him integrated into the summer workouts and all the seven-on-seven stuff that they do. And just, uh, you know, we get that eight hours a week with them, two hours we can spend in the uh, in the film room. So we'll, we'll definitely utilize that with John Rice to get him up to speed as fast as we can. Dent was a real surprise to me in the me spring too. game. I thought he did a tre- showed tremendous instincts. Uh, obviously, tailback we feel like is in good hands with Phillips and Woodard and a uh, good-looking freshman is Snoop Connor, but – Wide receiver, oh, uh, um, Jacob Peeler's kind of starting from scratch other than Braylon Sanders and, <laughs> and a little bit of Elijah Moore, and he's he's been kind of spoiled, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, you know, again, that, that that's we were really, really good there and you know, for a long time. And sometimes when you have one guy that leaves early, you, you can adjust them. When two guys leave early and you have, you know, guys like Van Jefferson and Trey Dixon, you have to – Think about all those guys leaving, so we're having to replace yep. those guys. And I think uh, Elijah Moore and Braylon are kind of they're they're still still coming. But Braylon didn't get to practice much this spring because he's coming off the injury. But I think he'll be he'll be good enough. Elijah has kind of kind of forced into that leadership role, and he's a really really good player. You know, I think getting Drummond out of uh, out of East was a good get for us. I think he's going to be able to help us on. He kind of reminds me a lot of Vince Sanders. Um, as a you know, kind of as a playmaker, and that's kind of who he he reminds me of. And then we then we've tried to help him out in the slot, and you saw us use Tyler Knight a little bit, you know, in the slot and try to get some space guys, you know, to help out with the depth there. How's Battle doing? Yeah, Miles. I think he's the guy. He's the guy that reminds you the most of the guys that we had. He's long. Uh, he's fast. He can run. He's put on about twenty pounds. You know. Coach Jackson has done a really good job with him in in his redshirt year. You just really want to see him come on. And again, you're comparing him to, you know, guys that are playing in the NFL right now. So he's going to be really, really good. We just want to see him take that next step to be, you know, when we got one on one coverage and he's over there at the single receiver into the boundary. Everybody in the in the whole stadium knows that's going over there. He's still got to go up and make that play, and that's what Coach, he's capable of doing. We just want to see him do it. Coach, I know uh, we won't know until after the baseball draft for sure with Ely, but is he going to report with the rest of the freshman group coming up next week? Yeah, that, that's the plan right now. I think he graduates maybe a little bit later, so there's going to be some guys who report on the 27th, and then there's some guys maybe coming in like that Tuesday or Wednesday in a full summer term. It, that's kind of a, uh, a long story, but it's all based on when they graduate and how quickly you know, because May 27th is, happens fast after they graduate. So we got to turn around their high school transcripts pretty quickly to the NCAA Clearinghouse. And as soon as we can get those guys cleared to the Clearinghouse, then they're going to report. And that's that's the plan is for him to report, uh, you know, with the rest of the class. 
You know, Matt, from a personnel standpoint, um, my biggest concern on defense is is the lack of experience at safety. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. You know, you got Jace, you got Dasher, you got Jonathan Haynes. Dasher didn't really play safety last year. Haynes is a JUCO transfer. Armani Linton's got some experience back there. C.J. Miller and Cam don't have much. Um, no. What's and your What's your I thoughts that, about safety? You know, we also are going to move Jalen Julius to that spot, especially the field safety where that slot receiver runs the one-on-one route so much now in, in college football nowadays. And it'll give us a really, really good cover safety um, as well to kind of add depth to that position because corner – is a place that we feel better about than safety. So moving Jalen should bolster that position. And then obviously we'll get Custis back from injury, Jalen Jones back from injury. It'll give us a little bit more flexibility. But I think, uh, you know, Jonathan Haynes, Jalen Julius, Armani Lynn have a, have a chance for Custis to go back there. I think it gives you a little bit more. Um, and then, then Dasher, I think, can play that, that sharp position. Uh, and also maybe go back to safety uh, with, with some teams. So I think it will give us a little bit more experience and flexibility because Jalen Julius has played a lot of football. Uh, without Josiah and Benito much in, or at all in spring, uh, you got a lot of extra work out of Bivens and Ryder Anderson and Tisdale. Um, yep. uh, that had to help those guys. And, and how do you feel like they look? I, I think they look good. I think our uh, I think our front seven. Uh, again, I've used the term. I did it with Scotty Phillips last year. The term cautiously optimistic. But um, <laughs> just when you when you go, you know, Sam Williams and Kadir Shepard and Chuck Wiley and Benito and Josiah and Tisdale and Momo, and you know, and now with Lakia Henry coming in, and also you got Jacquez Jones, freshman All Conference, and you got you know Hibbler now will come back as a senior. You've got a lot of guys that have played a bunch of football in that front seven, and I think they're sick of not hearing how bad they are. And, I, you know, I'm really uh, I'm excited about our front seven and cautiously optimistic that they're going to have a, a really, really good season and be the strength of the team. And you, you anticipate certainly uh, Josiah and Benito being fine when August rolls around. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and they probably could have done a little bit more, but some of that is precautionary uh, as well. But I, but I see those guys as being uh, – being ready to roll, and that they'll they'll be in full summer and, and ready to go. So, besides uh, Lakia Henry, uh, who you who you kind of got your eye on of the guys that haven't reported yet uh, that are going to be fall newcomers, or is it just too early? You know, we to got tell? we got we, it is a little bit too early to tell, but but we're going to need some of the you know you signed seven O linemen, so you know you want two of those seven to be able to provide depth. You know, you're going to redshirt a lot of them, but you want you want a few of those guys to be able to come in and challenge and, and provide mm-hmm. some depth. It was just kind of, you know, losing so many O-line, and that's, that's one of the, you know, at receiver and O-line, that was the, you know, kind of the probation with guys leaving. We were really, really good at those positions. So we used our spots at other places, and now we're having to go back and reload on young guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so at, so at receiver and O-line, they they're um, maybe paying the price a little bit, but some of these young guys are talented now. So some of these receivers, you know, Mingo and Dennis and, and, and Jordan Jernigan, and you know, these guys can come in and help us. Same thing with O line. They're 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 going to be young, but but they're going to be talented. We just need some of those guys to step up. Well, you know, I've heard some really good things about Mingo and Jackson. I'm really good. I mean, yeah. like uh, I mean, Dante Moncrief, good. 
you know, <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, again, you don't want to ever count on a true freshman. Um, you know, you want those guys to provide depth. But, but again, some of those guys are going to be able to come in and help us. You just It's maybe a little bit too early to tell right now. Uh, maybe, you know, after that summer term and after the first few practices, I, I have a better idea. Coach, have a great summer. And, again, thank you so much for spending a little time with us on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yard Hotline. We appreciate it. Hey, guys, you got it, man. Y'all have a great night. Howdy, Todd. Thanks, Coach. You buddy. Matt Luke, Ole Miss football coach. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders, location in Oxford, uh, University Avenue off the square. That's the original. Tupelo, Memphis, and Brandon. Yancey, I've had a lot of Rebel athletes through the years that I appreciated and put in my sports hero folder. Guys like Deuce McAllister, Eli Manning, Gerald Glass, Jennifer Gillum, Braden Thornberry, Stephen Head, and so on. But partly due to my age, which is 65, and the aura that surrounded him, none of them, as great as I think they all were, will ever match the redhead from Drew, Mississippi, Archie Manning. I was a freshman in high school when Archie burst on the scene at Ole Miss, and I still have vivid memories of his heroics. If I had to pinpoint where he truly took the throne in my book, it was in the 33-32 nationally televised loss to Alabama in which he set total offense records that stood until spread offenses, rules that propped up offense, and bad defense took over college football. I never will forget Bear Bryant saying Archie did not deserve the Heisman Trophy he deserved a whole box of them. Uh, yeah, I cried like a baby, when, when, like a third-grade girl when he broke his arm. It's hard to believe he's 70 now, but it's not hard to believe that he's still my hero. Happy birthday, Archie. Rebel Nation loves you, and I love you. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders. We will be back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors. Hang tight. You've walked this path many times before. It's a chance to think, especially about your future. How will you turn your retirement dreams into reality? Will you have enough gold for your golden years? Your choices for building funds for retirement can be complicated. Fortunately, you have a friend in the community who can help you make the right decisions. That's your modern Woodman agent. Your agent is a skilled professional who will listen to your needs and desires and then work with you to create a plan that uses the right financial products to achieve your retirement goals. Build a lasting professional relationship with a trusted financial advisor. Hi, this is Thomas Chandler, your local Modern Woodman representative. Give me a call today at 662-296-0186. Let's make a difference together. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. Get in touch with your agent today. Modern Woodman of America. Touching lives, securing futures. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now... Back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back. That's a good tune right there. Oh, yeah. You don't even know who that is. I don't have to know who it is. I know the music. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you. That's, oh, 
Lord. That's sad. Welcome back to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rodeo Hotline. Uh, tomorrow, 1 p.m., in Hoover, the Rebel baseball team will take on Missouri. Will Etheridge will take the mound. Uh, you said they're going against a right-hander? They well, to pitch a right-hander? I read on our message board. Now, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. You know, about 90% of the stuff on our message board is, <laughs> is not true. So so maybe this was part of that 90, or I don't know. It may have been part of the 10. Well, uh, everybody thought you were at least 75, so saying you were 65 was a shocker for everybody to hear that, too. I didn't yeah. even know that. It's been a shocking night, hasn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so when I got in this business, you were beige. Yeah. Now that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You'll be sitting here one day going, I know. What it happened? Hadn't to, been that long. What happened to my life? <laughs> Following all this. Yeah. What happened to my life? Well, special thanks to Matt Luke and David Johnson. Uh, uh, interesting stuff Matt had to say. I sound pretty optimistic to me. And what I've, so. what, the thing you took away from his front seven on defense is kind of be the bell cow in, in, in the running game. And then Matty at, at, on offense. I think that's where he's going to, you know, kind of hang his hat on. And then uh, obviously with the safety position, as you said, they're going to have to shore that up in offensive line. Get a couple. Anytime you say you need a couple freshman offensive linemen, true freshmen to come in and help, it's not a good situation. That's right. So That's right. they're going to have to hide their deficiencies, and I think it's a, a, it's good that you have eye candy. I heard you know misdirections, eye candy, something we haven't seen at Ole Miss the last two to three years. They need to get back to that. All right, let's go to the control room. Hayden King for Jack Schultz around the SEC. Take it away, Rhino. It's time for this week's report from around the SEC. Brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt. Located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. All right, let's check in around the Southeastern Conference. A big week as it is tournament time for baseball down in Hoover with action starting tomorrow. The first game is at 9.30 with Florida and Texas A&M. Second game will be Mizzou and Ole Miss at 1. The Vols will play Auburn at 4.30 and the nightcap for day one of single elimination play will be South Carolina and LSU at 8 o'clock. Vanderbilt won the East and Mississippi State and Arkansas are co-champions in the West. Vandy earned the number one seed in the tournament as Arkansas got the two, Georgia the three, and Mississippi State the four. With regionals for softball over, it's time for supers, and six teams continued on. Kentucky will play Washington in their super regional. The Rebs are going out to Arizona. Alabama will play Texas, an all-SEC matchup with Florida and Tennessee, and finally, LSU will face Minnesota. All of those games will begin later on this week. All about the stick and ball sports with the Southeastern Conference this week. That's all I got. I'm Hayden King. Back to Chuck and Nancy. All right. Thank you, Hayden. Good job filling in for Mr. Jack Schultz. Um, okay, so we've already talked about Hoover. 1 p.m. tomorrow, playing Missouri. An elimination game now. This is an elimination game in the SEC tournament. I think it's an important game for Ole Miss to win. They need to uh, work on their craft this yeah, week. No question. They need to get that bullpen mainly figured out again for tournament play. So I think it's a big game. I, I don't think the seeding changes. Rather, they probably – maybe even if they win it, they don't even change. Uh, but I think they're a two seed I think somewhere. they're a two seed too. So it's not about that. But they've got to find their mojo back in that bullpen. I agree. Uh, and then the women uh, – excuse me, the softball team. i, I got to quit doing that. It's, they're not lady rebels anymore. They're just rebels. Um, softball team 
plays at Arizona in the Super Regional starting Friday, two out of three series. Good, Bad, and Ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. If you need a four-wheeler, side-by-side, or lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. The good, well, wow, man, what a scintillating Oxford Regional for softball and what a gutsy performance by the Rebels to advance to the Super Regional in Arizona. One, they came out of the loser's bracket after falling to 50-4 and four ULL, ULL on Friday on a throwing error. That means they would have to win three in a row to advance, while ULL, the winner of the winner's bracket, will only have to win one more game. The Rebels defeated Southeast Missouri handily on Saturday to set up a showdown with ULL Sunday, needing to win two to advance. They took the first game 5-1, to one, but trailed 4-3 to three in the bottom of the seventh in the deciding game. It looked like ULL might escape as they needed only three outs to win the regional title. But the Rebels rallied for two runs in the bottom of the seventh to capture the walk-off win and the championship. Real tense championship stuff by both teams, but the Rebels got it done. It was also good to see the Rebel baseball team snap a six-game losing streak at Tennessee by winning the last game of that series as they head to Hoover for the SEC tournament. The bad, well, the Rebel baseball team has just not been itself the last couple of weeks. Even losing to Arkansas State in Jonesboro last week with a late collapse. Giving up late leads has become somewhat of a habit, it seems, after going 26-0 and prior to a couple of weeks ago after leading after six innings. Unbelievable. That ship has to be righted or the end of the season will come sooner than anyone wants. The Good, Bad, and Ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Once again, Gray Kessinger, first team, All-SEC shortstop. Cooper Johnson, second team, All-SEC catcher. Doug Nikhazy, freshman left-hander, all-freshman team in the SEC. Proud of those guys for what they did. Rhino Lennox will be the most important player, I think, for Ole Miss because I think he's about to become the closer. Um, I don't think Bianco's got any chance, any choice but to keep Olenek in that role for yeah. a while because yeah. uh, Caracci's just – He just needs rest. Yeah. I say become the closer. You know, he just needs rest. When Ron's fresh and, man, he looked good out there. He's looked good at the other opportunities he had. And surprised he wasn't an all-SEC selection, batted over 350, second year in a row. I don't know. A lot of good players in SEC. There are. All right. Uh, how much time we got, Rhino? Okay. Well, <laughs> Rebel Nation, we'll see you next Monday night on the Cannon Moser Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Good night. Howdy toddy. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.